Yo, sick and wrong. It's Uncle Jiggles. <laughs> I'm pissing right now. Pretty shit-faced. I'm at Mrs. Jiggles' uh, birthday party. And I just want to say what's up. I actually was calling to tell you that I was going to be throwing up, but uh, I think the vomit has postponed itself, so I'll call you when I'm going to puke. Thanks a lot. Peace. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? Uh, you're wearing that Jägermeister shirt again. <laughs> it's just an elk. It's not Jägermeister. That is such a Jaeger shirt. It's got like uh, it's got horns. It's a deer creature thing. It's right, that's a- what I said. It's an elk. Nothing to do with Jaeger. No, it's an elk. You got me all excited. I was thinking you brought a bottle of Jaeger, saying, "Hey, D. Simon, I missed you. Here's some Jaeger. Let's get fucked up." I still think Let's we get should Jaegered. I still think we should do episode 200 with a bottle a fifth of Jaeger. Just Jaeger. Just Jaeger, and we have to keep continuously doing shots and see if we can make it to the end. Dude, I I don't know if Jaeger makes you just retarded or if it just makes you do insane things that you're going to be ashamed of the next day. Why not both? All right, maybe we can see that. You know, it's an idea. I haven't decided what we're doing for episode two hundred. I just told you what we're doing. <laughs> why do you? Why are Will you, you the wear deci- that shirt? Why are you the decider? Yeah. All right, I'm. No, I'm saying it. I used to have an actual Jaeger. We're shirt. We're Democratic right? here. We can vote. I don't yeah. know. I mean, uh, Sleazy well, E is going to be on the votes? show. <laughs> Sleazy E might be on the show as He's well. He'll be the tiebreaker. He'll be the tiebreaker to decide Jaeger mm. bomb. Jaeger bomb the two hundredth episode. I don't know if Sleazy E is Jaeger tough. <laughs> I think feel like I'm gonna lose the boat. Do do the English, what if I just do drink, the English drink Jaeger? I don't know. Yeah, do they? Could they yeah. handle the? Could it? Could they? Could, do the? Can the Limeys handle the Jaeger? I think I don't think it's a question of them handling it. I always thought it was like the Norse, like the Norse black metal guys. That's what they drink. It's uh-huh. like you know Jaeger. It's the 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 devil's blood. What is it? The English people always drink brandy. No, they, they they drink uh pims. That's what that's what English guys drink. They'd be like, Oh, let's have a little bit of pims. I don't know if they could handle the Jaeger. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. So Wacker, how was uh, the weekend? Uh you know, I heard you met a celebrity when you were in uh, Los Angeles. Fuck yeah. So so what tell list, me about it. What list is the celebrity on, would you think? <laughs> the celebrity that you met? Double A list. I would say I would be more excited to meet the celebrity that you met than to meet Paris Hilton. Right. So I met David Liebhart. He's the crazy ventriloquist slash songwriter slash, you know, consummate entertainer from Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Great I th- job. I think the guy is incredibly talented. I love his music. Yeah. Um, I love what I he has one to of his say, CDs. his acting abilities. You actually, yeah, we're, we're going to play one of his songs at the end of the show. It's a rare week when I get to bring the song of the week to the show. Yeah, because Wackerly, I hate music. <laughs> Wackerly brought the, the song this week. It is kind of a rarity. So but what, he's what was also the deal? Uh, a consummate creep. <laughs> he's very <laughs> creepy. So I didn't spend a lot of time with him other than just having my picture taken and buying the CD and then getting the fuck out of there. So wait, you didn't go back to like his apartment? You didn't meet him at a bar? Where no. were you? 
you were just... I was at the La Brea Tar Pits. For what? To see them. You're it's okay. Boiling you're... tar in the middle of downtown. Is well, it... Who wouldn't want to see that? So, uh, what, what, you know, I've always wondered about this. La Brea Tar Pits, it's, it's a tourist attraction. It's been in L.A. for... It's not just a tourist attraction. It's a geological formation. Yeah, An amazing did, geological formation. But did they stick dinosaur bones in there? You mean Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> no, those aren't... I thought like... Uh, Are you a young earth believer or what? No. no I thought like L.A. made into a tour... Made, okay, made this like tar pit into a tourist attraction by sticking dinosaur bones in there. No, like I a told you mammoth bone. Jesus made the tar pits before, in the land before time. Oh, okay. It was, <laughs> it was all God and Jesus that did it all? Yeah. No, there's dinosaur bones in there. They've pulled out like hundreds of millions of bones. So can you see the bones? I thought they. I yeah, thought yeah. They... There's a museum there, and they have all the bones, and you can even see where they're digging out new bones today, to this very day. So okay, you're on a date with uh, with your girlfriend, and you're they like, don't go on dates. <laughs> but I mean, this I'm sounds dating. like a date. This is like you know, middle of the day. You're like, whose idea was it to go see the La Brea Tar Pits? It was actually her idea. She'd never seen it before, and you know, living in L.A. for so long, it was kind of weird that she's never been there. It smells awful. It smells like hot tar, like you know when they like put tar on on the roof and there's like Mexicans doing it because nobody else would ever do that job for I'm sure the and low, so it's like low it's, pay that they get. It's molten tar. Yeah, and uh, and and you just can walk all right right up to it. Yeah, they have like water skiing and you can rent those like <laughs> inner tubes. No, it's fenced off. Genius. I'm surprised more people haven't committed suicide over there. Um, it would be extremely horrible because it's like quicksand. Like you get your legs stuck in it and it's so you just viscous. Slowly, yeah. You can't pull it out. Slowly immolate. You can't pull it out. God, that'd be tough. <laughs> yeah. And that, that would be rough. Yeah. You can't pull it out. <laughs> you just can't pull out of that. No. I'm trying to think of a joke, but I really can't. So you're, you're at the tar pits. You're checking it out. And I'm like, wow, this is like. There are you know, a okay, natural LA, phenomenon. LA did put some statues that are like there's like a a daddy elephant. Told you that's what I and saw. And there's a baby elephant, and then there's the mommy elephant that's like stuck in the tar and dying. It's kind of amazing. They would never make a statue like that today. It was put up in like the fifties. Okay, but th- but uh, th- that's what I'm saying. But they have real bones as well. Yes. All right. The statues are not real. They were not made by Jesus. They were made by, um, I don't know, the mayor of So what LA. was David Lee Hart doing over there? He was drawing caricatures of people for, for $3, which I didn't get one of those. But uh, he was just trying to make some make a buck. I don't think he, – he kept telling me that he needed money and he got laid off from the show. But he really is not normal. Like, I don't, it's not an act how crazy he seems on the show. And I think maybe they just stopped filming because they were like – done with season five and they said you know well see you later we can't pay you till you know next season and he thinks that he got laid off well was he was he in the most recent season of, I don't know. Uh, Tim, it's I Tim don't... and Eric's awesome show. He's a frequent. Uh, he's a frequent character. Yeah, Tim and Eric's awesome show. Great job. He's a frequent character that comes on and does songs with a ventrilo- with his uh, with his dummy dummy. And then uh, and he but plays, he also he plays, plays supporting characters. Yeah, supporting characters in the sketches. So I mean, but he's in every season. So, but at the same time, I don't think he's like a you know a, an actor that's on salary there. I think he's just one like some probably some guy that they met at. A, an I don't open think anybody's on salary. You just get paid for you know doing the shows. Yeah, you for know, the season scale then, or whatever they call it when you're in the set, the Screen Actors Guild. So it's interesting at off season 
David Liebhart is just drawing caricatures. He is the, the same. <laughs> he's not a different guy. He's the same. And if you notice, every time he's on the show, he has that little Bluetooth earpiece. He had the Bluetooth earpiece in. So what? What I mean, did, what did you talk to him about? Were you a little nervous? Were you like, I'm just going to get a picture I was definitely taken? nervous. He's a celebrity. I'm just a podcaster. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, he's never true. heard of me. Did, did he autograph like... your moob? No, the picture was enough. And I got oh. a CD. Like uh, like we said, we're going to play the song. Yeah, we're totally going to have to the play the CD is awesome, by the way. I'm sure he's there all the time, you know, at the La Brea Tar Pits in downtown LA. If anybody else wants to meet him, just go down there. Buy, I... buy one of his CDs. You know, he seems like he's down on his luck. I, I would like to help the guy out. The only other uh, Tim and Eric character I'd like to meet is maybe James Qual. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's... I would be too intimidated by Qual. I wouldn't be able to go <laughs> <Qual>. up to him. <laughs> you, if you saw Qual like drawing caricatures, you wouldn't be able to go up to him and say, "No, hey man." I would be Qual I'm a huge paranoid. fan. Did you tell David Lee Parr that you're a huge fan? Yeah, I mean, I was like, "You, hey, are you uh, the guy on?" Because I couldn't remember. I didn't know his name. <laughs> you know, I had to Google it afterwards. I was just like, are you the guy from Tim and Eric's Awesome Show? And he's like, yeah, they, they laid me off. I'm really trying to make some money. You want to buy a caricature? And I was like, no. But can I have my picture taken with you? I should have gotten a caricature You know, upon the, retrospect. Yeah, no, it would have been great to see a wackily caricature. You know, it's funny. It's, I've been to L.A. tons of times, and I've only really met like one celebrity while I was down. Oh, two. I met a Carrot Top, who I couldn't uh, care less about meeting. Yeah. And, uh, Didn't have your picture taken with him. No. And then uh, I met the guy. Not a big fan. What's his name? Uh, Dax Shepard. Yeah, I don't even know. You know who that guy is? He was the guy in um, in the, the, the Mike Judge movie, Idiocracy, that says, Go away. I'm baiting. Oh, that dude. Yeah, yeah. he's good. No, he was cool. That was all right. And that's it. That's it. That's was all he baiting? <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. But I kept saying, Come on, say it, dude. Go away. <laughs> baiting. But, um,. Neither one of them compared to David Lee Hart. So I think consider yourself blessed for running into a celebrity of that stature. I uh, there's a glow about me. Yeah, no, I can tell this like post-celebrity glow. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Really? Well, hopefully that glow remains for this weekend. Are you excited about Halloween as usual? Is this is this one of your favorite holidays, Wacker? No, I hate it. <laughs> Although it's a love hate because I do. Lo- I mean, I love you know Slut Fest 2009, which is what Halloween is. Uh, I know, it's an excuse for women to dress as whores. Right, lots of cleavage. But they don't act like mini whores. skirts, you know, thigh-high stockings. But they don't act like whores. You can't go up to them and offer them money in exchange for sex. No, you can't do that. I know, it's a tease, but right. whatever. Maybe if you could add some, like, combination of ecstasy and a roofie wrapped in a candy corn... <laughs> That would work, but I haven't quite figured out the right formula yet. I bet you that would work better than going up to the naughty nurse with a tube sticking out of your ass begging for an enema. Yeah. Just never happens. They never do it. They never fall for that. Have you really tried it? A couple times. Yeah. Yeah. I got kicked. (laughs) In the balls? In the bollocks. It hurt. (laughs) So, uh, Wacker, are you um, doing anything for Halloween? No. You're not going to come to the city? Mm, Brave the crowds? Mm, Hit the clubs? Probably not. Well, then where, where are you going to witness the sluts? From your bedroom window? With my binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm checking the scene. Uh, there's a bunch of people going out. Everyone's dressing up as Mighty Boosh characters because oh. we're that cool. I'd be a good Howard Moon. I, think I could you'd even be... get the mustache going. Yeah, I, I think you should join us here. But speaking of Halloween costumes, I was wondering, as, as a young boy, as a young, bookish, effeminate lad, what did you usually dress as? Like an Usually. accountant, uh, executive assistant, male nurse, a businessman, <laughs> figure skater. <laughs> Do you dress as an engineer? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't remember. 
I think I dressed as Yoda one time. That's the only con- costume I really remember. But did um, I mean, did your parents have any specific requests or or concerns about any of your outfits? What that they were too risque <laughs> or pedo bait? Well, you know, it's like. <laughs> You know, parents are concerned. You're going up and you're uh, trick-or-treating at strangers' homes. You know, uh-huh. you don't want you wearing something too sexy. <laughs> Sashaying up the, you know, the, dri- the driveway. I don't think the Yoda costume was too sexy. No, okay. Well, no, but who but- the fuck? What kid dresses as Yoda? Who wants to be Yoda when you're like... I mean, I was like eight years old or something. That was the only costume you can remember? Yeah. Because it was I- pretty kick-ass, dude. Because you know what it was? It wasn't like Yoda from the movie. It was like... The Yoda action figure to a T. Because remember the Yoda action figure had the little orange snake that went around his neck? Like, I had that. And I had the same, like, Yoda action figure color robe on. What'd you do for the ears? I had some, like, plush hood thing with big ears. Big green ears. Uh, it's, not, it's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. It's actually pretty a de- pretty decent Give costume. Give me candy, you will. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm trying to think of what, uh, well, in South Africa, we didn't do Halloween, so I kind uh-huh. of... You just beat up blacks? <laughs> yeah, we would just go beat up blacks, and the, the, that's, that's, that's the national holiday there. Uh-huh. It was called apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. But, you know, a- I, I was thinking... party time? <laughs> apartheid time. <laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking, though, as, as I'm never going to be a parent, obviously, I, um... Have broken sperm, but no, I'm I'm never going to be a parent, so this is not going to be one of my concerns. But you eventually probably will. You could be a big brother, big sister. Yeah, the, the state won't allow me to do that either. You already tried, okay? Yeah. All right, um, just trying to help. They you shut out. that down. Sure, it's the restraining order thing. Um, but uh, we'll get into that later. You are going to eventually have a family. Eventually, have at least one child. Not necessarily. Yeah, I thought See, this is how fucking backward San Francisco or maybe just my group of friends are. If you don't profess sheer hatred of children, uh, you become, everybody thinks of me as like, oh, Wackerly loves kids. He just sees like a borderline pedophile. He loves kids so much. He's going to have 17 children, like just like the Duggars, just because I don't buy into the whole fucking thing that you guys all talk about. Like, fucking kid, man, I was in the store and there was a child there. It was the worst thing that ever happened to me. I hate children. Yeah, I, but don't you guys... Th- I mean, you're all fucking like 33 to 37. I mean, isn't that kind of like... You know, a twenty-year-old's opinion. No, I, 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 I work. Had, I work with all these tw- like early twenty-year-olds, and all they could talk about is like, "Oh, I'm never having kids." And it's like, it's because you're fucking twenty-one. Of course, you don't want to have kids. You're twenty-one. You want to go to the bar. I mean, give me a fucking break. Yeah, but I felt you're that not, way when I was twenty. I felt that way when I was sixteen. I felt that way when I was twenty-two. I I feel that way as a thirty-four-year-old. I do not like children. I don't like being around them. I don't like smelling them. They compromise my lifestyle. I do not want to have a kid. What lifestyle? This. <laughs> this, this. <laughs> That's Look my at this. point. How can I fucking run a podcast right. with a child mewling in the background? You get a, you know, you give them to the wife and tell, no, her, to, I just tell her to get out of the studio apartment. We're gonna podcast. Take the baby with you. <laughs> Bitch, I don't know. I mean, get I'm out of here. You know, I'm not that pro children as you all make me out to be. I just don't have this like unwarranted phobia that you all seem to have that your 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 super cool lifestyle is going to be compromised by the presence of a child you're a packet of analese and a ferris wheel away from being michael jackson what are you talking about (laughs) some jesus juice 
<laughs> no, but you've All said right, before. Right, you've said enough. before. No, I probably just don't, I'm not self-reflective enough, and I just can't see it. But you've you're said right. before that you'll probably end up having a kid just because that you'll force that kid to take care of you in your old age when your liver fails. And yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, and you need a slave. It's like a slave. <laughs> yeah, when you need a slave, you're going to have that kid. Yeah, which yeah. I actually think is a noble reason to breed. It's probably the only reason I ever would adopt maybe like a black kid from somewhere in Africa. Uh-huh. Because it seems more fitting. But yeah, well, um, I mean, if you get one that can like, you know, catch a football, you could be wealthy in your old age. Oh, and now you're going somewhere. <laughs> now you're cooking with gas. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know if you've noticed, but I have a black girlfriend. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a president on your hands one day. Well, you might, but no. So Wackerly, anyway, you you know you have a kid, you have a son, and uh, you know God forbid you have an effeminate son. But even if you do, are there oh, certain costumes? Happen. I mean, all children are effeminate nowadays. Yeah, but noticed, uh, but I mean, but... aren't there certain costumes you're like, you know what? I forbid you to wear. What? Like, like are you going to let him like just a choose any kind? Co- <laughs> yeah, like if okay, let's say your son's like, Dad, I really want to go as a ballerina this year. Yeah. He's like six. Baryshnikov? He's six. No. And he, would you be like, no, I'm sorry. No. What if he's like, I want to be a fairy? <laughs> no. <laughs> you would just you'd draw the line? But I would draw the line much. I don't believe in, even though I said I dressed up as Yoda, I was actually terrified of Yoda in the movies, a scary Muppet that I would not have sex with. So you wouldn't let your kid go as Yoda? I think Halloween is, you know, people have gotten away from the roots of Halloween. I'm a Hall. As much as I hate Halloween, I'm a Halloween purist. I mean, it's about you know exercising the demons of the world, and you dress up as a demon to fool them. Or you have to be something scary on Halloween. That's my you opinion. Know, and that's exactly kind of where I'm going with this. I'm more of a Halloween traditionalist, right? So people dressing my- up as SpongeBob is just dumb. Yeah, I don't want my kid dressing up as SpongeBob or some popular character from the you know the the television set. Yeah, I want my kid going either as zombie, vampire, werewolf, and if it's a girl, witch, or Ben Bernanke. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You know, I mean, Ben Bernanke, that's totally, yeah. You know, Rush Limbaugh, okay, you're fat. You can do that. You have a drug addiction. Okay. Yeah. But that, no, I mean, I'm saying, I guess Rush Limbaugh kind of falls in that werewolf category. He's pretty scary. Yeah. Vampire. But no, I'm, I'm saying I'm a Halloween traditionalist because back in the day, it was all about the vampires, the werewolves, the zombies, and the witches. And a mummy. Frankenstein. A mummy, yeah. Frankenstein. A ghost. What happened to these characters? What happened to the traditional monsters of Halloween? Now you have a society obsessed with vampires. Vampires are the biggest sellouts of all the monsters. Look at look at that show, Twilight. It's an embarrassment. They really have sold out. Dude, they're cut they're complete sellouts. Now do you blame the Lost Boys or do you think that that was like a breaking point? I think the Lost Boys, well, I actually personally I think the Lost Boys was the turning point. It was the Lost Boys. It was Interview with a Vampire. Well, Jason the- Patrick is sexy <laughs> to women in the Lost Boys, right? But the other vampires aren't necessarily. Dude, what's his Kiefer? Kiefer? Like, uh, girls love Kiefer. Oh, I Kiefer. forgot about Kiefer. I was thinking about the other You're guy. You're thinking of Corey Feldman, but he wasn't a vampire. No, I was thinking about the other guy from Bill and Ted, not Keanu. Oh, uh, Alex Winter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No girls having sex with him. No, poor Alex Winter. Vampire or not. Is that, is that blonde, if I was Alex Winter, I would hate Keanu Reeves. Oh, I'm sure he does. Uh, don't you think he's got a dartboard with this picture? <laughs> I would hate that guy. Seriously. Yeah, right. But no, I mean, what I'm saying is like you, you had these movies that came about, and they turned this creature, a vampire, back in the day, like Nosferatu. 
Right. Correct. Think of Bella Lugosi. A vampire is a fearsome creature. Yeah. I mean, that whole myth originated from uh, people dying of tuberculosis and other, um, you know, bubonic plague. It's like people were bleeding from the inside, you know, and then, uh, you know, people felt, felt that some people who survived the plague were the vampires that were feeding and sucking people dry. True enough. Yeah, well, I, I, I think that's a that's a, a cheap paraphrase of, <laughs> of what exactly happened because... Um, we don't really, have a lot of time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't do that much research here on the vampires. But no, it, it originated... Like a lot of uh, you know monster myths came from diseases. Right. I mean, it's when people didn't like know about microbes. <laughs> it was either diseases or they blamed Jews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sucking the people dry. Demons are Jews. Literally. Yeah, yeah demons. But no, so it's like you had vampires that were frightening creatures at one point. And right. every now and then you'll see a movie. What was that movie about the um, – somewhere in Alaska, 30 Days of Night. Uh-huh. Didn't those, see it. Those vampires were uh, fearsome creatures. They were just monsters. Okay. And that's kind of what it's no, supposed to be. There's no sexy one that you wanted to come into your bedroom at night and Well, my you. question is when did vampires start giving people boners? Uh, I do think that Bram Bullshit. Stoker's Dracula has a lot of sexual tension. Interview with a vampire. Well, yeah, I mean... Dude, you see two vampires prancing around like chick. queen puffs with a little girl raising a child. Kristen <laughs> <laughs> Dunst. It's completely perverting the whole vampire mythos. It bothers me. A true blood is another case in point. What the hell is that? Yeah, sexy vampires. Sweet Valley High? That's like Beverly Hills now 2-0 and with vampires. Sweet Valley High had vampires. If it did, it would be like True Blood. Oh, I see where you're going. But I don't you think that Bram, like Bram Stoker, that was the first Dracula story. I guess that's not that's yeah, a Bram specific Stoker, vampire. Though, Gary Oldman wasn't a sex symbol at the beginning. Well, the difference is at the beginning he is when he's seducing you know whoever the character that Winona played. Uh, but you're right. By the end of it, he's a disgusting, like gross, shriveled thing. old yeah. man. Yeah, but that uh, yeah, is a creature, which is, I think, what vampires should be. But now it's like I feel like the vampire mythos has been turned around and it's been perverted. And, I think it's uh, been going on for a while. Is my only point. It's jumped the shark, in my opinion. You got <laughs> yeah. you got Twilight. Well, you just you don't like the sexy vampires. No, I think the sexy vampires isn't true to the myth. It isn't true, true to, to yeah. what, what it should be. It should be a monster. So, so here you got the Hollywood vampire ruined. Werewolves. That's what's happening next. It's like now you <laughs> this have... This is your prediction? Okay, werewolves, all right? Listen, the next Twilight movie's coming out. They got a werewolf in that that's going to be like the sexy young werewolf. And all the girls are like, oh, I'm so into werewolves now. Uh-huh. Werewolves are sexy. They're not. They're hairy beasts that tear you asunder. Yeah. You know, and it's But like, beards are in now. I think that's, uh, you know... You, so you, think you got on the me. mission? Look at all the beards. Yeah, I wonder if that's why the girls are digging the werewolf. Well, they're, <laughs> they're coming out with a new movie with Benicio Del Toro, plays a tortured werewolf. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like now we've, we have these movies that we develop compassion right. for a werewolf, for these creatures, or compassion for the, the, und- the vampires. Yeah, it's like now we're true. like, oh, we can't go kill them and shove a stake through their heart because they're just like us. They drink... You know, true blood. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're they're just like humans. Well, everybody is just misunderstood nowadays, you know, right? There's no, um, like, people didn't even want to hang Saddam. Yeah, you know, exactly. Look, <laughs> <laughs> And he's not a, were- a werewolf. That was a hairy bastard. He does kind of look like a werewolf. <laughs> Maybe I he think, was one. I think he was a were-camel. <laughs> <laughs> At least he smelled like one. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm saying, it's, you know, it's werewolves... Also, are horrific creatures, but now are suddenly becoming romanticized. Right. 
They're becoming romanticized. And I hate them. I mean, when they start humping your leg at a party. It, 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 Get the it, fuck it, off it, me, dude. It ruins your night. The red but, rocket. <laughs> the red wear rocket. The only, the only monster that I feel that is never actually sold out is the one monster that I feel is perpetually unloved by Hollywood, and that is the zombie. Oh, I see where you're going with this, yeah. Why can't they make a sexy zombie movies? What, zombies can't be sexy? Antonio no, Banderas, can't. let's say he came back from the dead. Would he not be sexy anymore? I don't know why you go directly to Antonio Banderas <laughs> when you try to start at Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like, cause, because usually they have a male character that's a dashing male character, like as a vampire, a dashing yeah, male character. Right. I guess Kate Beckinsdale in Underworld, but... Yeah. So why why don't they have a dashing male zombie? I think you have two problems with zombies. First of all, it, even if you start start out with a hot corpse that turns into a zombie, they a zombie by its nature slowly decays and things start falling off of it. So I mean, would you still think, you know, Catherine Zeta Jones, Douglas, or whatever the fuck her name is, <laughs> would be hot? You know, if like her lips fell off. Hmm. I guess there are other orifices. <laughs> <laughs> orifices, orifici. Oh, okay, I see where, yeah. I don't know. A lipless no, I, vagina? I see, <laughs> Is that something that attracts you? I see where you're going with this. You're saying because they're diseased. Yeah, they really represent disease. And although even like a lot of mo- vampire movies sort of represent that as a disease also. Like, uh, what's that Will Smith one that came out? Uh, the I Am Legend. That's, yeah. a, that's a good and point. But hunger. were they vampires or were they zombies? Because there was, they were diseases. They were supposed There's, to be vampires. They were vampires. Yeah. And the hunger, that's a disease. But it came out, though, the, but in I Am Legend in particular, it's like the, the, they be, the vampirism came out and was manifested through this disease, though, right? right? But they, always make, they, they always make it like, you know, it's a disease, but you wind up with these special plot powers, blah, blah, blah. And zombies really does it represent, you know, like, leprosy. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess decom- decomposition. Right. It's your decomposing Yeah, the rotting flesh. rotting flesh disease, you know, vaginosis. I guess putrefaction doesn't really give you a boner. Well, some people it does, but most people it doesn't. Yeah, most people it tends not to. And then the but, se- but the second thing is zombies don't have an advocate, because uh, zombies are, by definition, they're like mindless, right? And they just, well, yeah, I guess they're, they're mindless, just kind of wander around, right. ambling about, looking for brains. Yeah, I think the best hope you would have for a sexy zombie movie would be like, you know, uh, Rosario, <laughs> Rosario Dawson would be like the voodoo queen who has an army of zombies, but yet she's really hot. I know, in oh, Okay, Haiti. so she's, uh, but so. She's not a zombie herself, but, you know. What if she's, she has her bare breasts out in the hot Haitian But they're not heat. decomposed. Well, no, know, because she's just flesh. she's just a voodoo witch uh, who has an army of zombies. of zombies. Yeah. Did you see the movie Dead Girl? No, I didn't. So Dead Girl is about these two guys. They go into uh, these like two Hessians that go into this uh, abandoned psychiatric. Oh hospital, yeah, yeah, I saw a preview and they of find, it. Yeah, they find this hot dead zombie that they use and. Uh, Continually sodomizes their sex life. They chain her up or something. So I guess that's kind of a sexy zombie movie. I don't think that was the message of the movie. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it's still kind of... Uh, but it, but once again, it's I think zombies truly terrify people. Whereas vampires and werewolves, and even witches to a point, have become caricatures of what they, what they represent, what they used to be. 
Yeah. And the reason I think... Well, the, even the witch the witch thing has the, like, triumvirate of witches from, uh, you know, Greek times. There's the crone, the mother, and then, like, the sexy nubile witch. Yeah, there's always the, the uh, triumvirate with that. Right. But still, but, but witches, though, you know, in popular culture, you know, you have shows like Charm that came out, and you have uh, witches, you know, that are... You know, they're not evil beings. They're actually, well, we're a good witch. You have Wizard of Oz. You have, you have witches have changed the in the way they're Eastwick. characterized. Witches of e- <laughs> well, those were evil witches, though, weren't they? No, they were sexy New England, like, MILF witches. Yeah, it was, uh, sure, she's kind of hot in that. So Jack Nicholson Sarandon. played a uh, warlock, right? Yeah, or I think he was the devil. Who is the devil? Actually, I gotta see that movie again. That was good. They just, re- they re- they're remaking it as a sitcom. It probably bombed and went off the air, but... Well, what's Not interesting sitcom, to me but serial TV show. is that the reason zombies – I mean, out of all four of those monsters, which one do you fear the most? Fear about either becoming or even fear of just seeing? Um, well, becoming zombie, obviously. But fear of, like, finding in a dark alley would probably be the werewolf. Waking up in a room full of them. Werewolf. Well, in a room full of them where I can't get to the door, zombie. That's what I'm saying, and I I think zombies terrify people at a higher level than the other ones, right? And the reason being is because zombies. When you look at when you look at that zombie, that could be you. Oh, it will be you. That's it, the key. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, when it, you're buried in the ground, you will decompose and look like that at some point. Or I mean, it, you know, think about it too. It's just like if there's an outbreak, you know, of some communicable disease, right? You Ebola. could contract that disease, yeah, and you could become <laughs> that zombie. But even worse, think about the. Uh, I mean, think about if this disease, you know, happened to your family, or if this disease, there's, you know, an apocalypse. This disease is rampant, and people are infected. Your wife's infected. What do you have to do now? Blow her head off. Exactly. Euthanizing a friend. <laughs> euthanizing a lover you have to do it in specific ways that you have to blow the head off because beheading you don't want the, a family member i don't even think beheading works because you don't want that head rolling after you trying to bite your ankles yeah but there's no romantic way there's no silver bullet to kill a zombie you no. do you have to obliterate you gotta, like the put an m80 in the mouth or you know a 12 gauge shotgun both barrels exactly and i think that and, <laughs> i love you baby <laughs> i mean look, look at evil dead but uh, but zombies represent the ultimate desecration of a human corpse. A zombie outbreak is a worst case scenario for uh, for a disease, but it's also a scenario that's tangible, right? That we could even you know that you could conceive of happening. Whereas, if there really was a zombie outbreak, I would trust that the Japanese would be able to turn it into a porn. <laughs> with the real zombie, Don't you something think? like this dead thing with tons of like dildos coming out of it, or just you know. Filling the zombie's head, uh, you know, put a bucket around the zombie's head and fill it up with cum. <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> well, my last point here is that people can relate to zombies because people fear zombies because they can see that's what you can become. And human civilization is fragile in the face of unprecedented, unprecedented threats. So if you have something <laughs> like, you know, uh, a, an outbreak of some hideous disease that's turning people into zombies... That could be you. You could. It's tangible to you. Uh-huh. You know. You can understand that happening. I don't think that the, the fact of you turning into a, a hairy creature that goes and slaughters sheep. I mean, I just don't. And th- humans. I mean, and humans, but I just don't see that. You know, once a month, I don't see that happening. Uh huh. Somebody pointed out to me on the internet that um, werewolves don't turn into wolves or dogs; they turn into werewolves. 
Well, they turn into wolf a half man. man yeah, wolf half man. man, half wolf. Yeah, it's a wolf man. But only once a month. Is it just once a month? Well, when you know, full, full moon. moon. Yeah. A couple days a month. A couple days, like in a month. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but so when confronted by a human who's been transformed to a mindless, shambling predator, the terror is in the sneaking suspicion that we could be looking into a mirror. <laughs> so what I want to say, my last point here about zombies... Is zombies are the unloved creatures in Hollywood. You have the vampires that are sexy now. You have werewolves that are going to be sexy soon. Witches obviously are sexy because they're hot chicks. You know, some of them. Some of them. <laughs> but zombies are What about the... those witches from the Beastmaster movie that have the fucked up faces but hot bodies? I'm sure there's a guy out there that would have sex with them. You're looking at him. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) But zombies, my last point here, are the last enemy that is considered politically correct to slaughter. You can have a movie like Zombieland. Zombies, there's no no rights. There's no uh, morality for zombies. Uh Uh-huh. Like that, no one out there is, uh, no one has sympathy for a zombie. Right. There's the no flat, I mean, that, this is the, and this is the downfall of characters in zombie movies, is, is you have to point out that that is not your mother anymore. The flesh is fungible. Your, her soul has gone to, you know, the great resting spot in the sky, and now that is just a creature that wants to eat your but brain. But so does that give And there's always bo- the character who will not kill their mother or brother or daughter that's, that has turned into a zombie. It's not your daughter anymore. So that's so that that attitude right there gives you carte blanche to go ch- chop their head off with a chainsaw. Yes, you're the reason zombies are in love, Wackerly. <laughs> I'm just a realist. I'm pra- practical. I don't know. I'm all I'm saying is, are you are you going to be the advocate for zombie rights? Do you have an army of zombies in the closet or something? I'm just saying it's time that uh, you know if you're going to romanticize all these other monsters, uh-huh. why are you leaving zombies? You know, in the dark here. What are zombies? The Negroes of the undead? <laughs> it's unfair. That's what I'm saying. Um, I don't know. You can jo- you can create your zombie advocacy group, but I-, I really think that's sort of like the '90s because my group, which I think will be much more popular and get me lots more ass and sympathy at the bar, is um, equal rights for creatures from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> What that fish thing? You see, that there you cares are fucking about prejudice. You are prejudiced against creatures from lagoons. <laughs> that fish thing isn't even human. <laughs> Was never human. Uh, that's what they used to say about zombies. Zombies Bigot. were human at one point. <laughs> Where's your fucking white hood? <laughs> well, uh, but so people, what I'm saying here is, uh, don't let your kid go as uh, you know, as a ballerina or. No. You know, as one of the characters in True Blood or one of the people from Twilight, like that uh, vampire in Twilight, the sexy vampire. Don't let your kid dress up as that. Let no. your kid go as e- either a zombie, a werewolf, a vampire, or a real a vampire. If she's a girl. Yeah, a real vampire. Bella Lugosi vampire. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I think in this day and age, we need some rules. We need Halloween traditionalists. Right. And in closing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. But um, yeah, good topic, guess, great yeah, job. No, it's you know a Halloween I, topic. It, it was it was something I've been th- ruminating for a few days, and um, led me to uh, yeah decide to go as one of the mighty Bush characters. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking your own rule. Next year, can we just do uh you know jack o' lantern carving tips? Yeah, you know maybe we should. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I guess I just don't feel as uh, passionate about the uh, carving of a jack o' lantern, but. 
you know, there is a right way to do it, and there's a wrong way. And I feel very strongly about the right way. So next year, yeah, you know, someone for, sent me tips a, for jack o' lanterns. Someone sent me a picture of a uh, goatsy jack o' lantern today, and I thought it was completely desecration. Uh, you know, I saw it and I was shocked, and I immediately shut off my browser, thinking, "You don't make a goatsy jack o' lantern." Although it is pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, it anal prolapsing. <laughs> So this is episode 198 here, Sick and Wrong. A uh, quick recap of last week's show. Wackily, if you remember, you did a story about African child witches. Almost apropos for Halloween. I did a story right. about a botched home circumcision. And a listener sent a story about uh, the uh, a Welsh man who cut his nuts off for a rugby match. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you won episode 197 with 176 votes. Ah, uh, yes. Apparently, um, I was surprised, actually, because I didn't think, you know, I thought, uh, you know, atrocities committed towards African children is commonplace in this day and age. Right, but I just think it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. Well, I think it was also your description, your lurid <laughs> description of the atrocities that, um, that helps you win. With 176 votes, the listener came in second with 81 and I came in a distant third with uh, 34. Wow. You know, I think it's very, yeah, there's very little pathos out there for people with deformed penises. So, Well, I mean, Welsh football retards. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about that guy? So congratulations there, Wackily. You won episode uh, 197. Uh, people, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wackily and I come the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. We present them here on the show, the audience votes, and the uh, winner gets a case of beer. We also throw in a wild card submission uh, with a, a listener article that you can send to sickwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. This week we actually received uh, quite a few listener articles. Uh, we got three really good submissions. We're going to do three listener stories. Before I get into that, quick word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Is this the last week, week of Cockering Month? Yeah, this um, this is the last week, last week of uh, Cockering Month over at the Cockering Warehouse, uh-huh. also known as adamandeve.com. Yeah, seriously, people, if you go to cockeringwarehouse.com, you're probably going to go nowhere, and you're not going to be able to buy your cockerings. We call adamandeve.com the Cockering Warehouse because it's Cockering Month. Well, they have a bunch of cockerings, and I assume they store them in a warehouse, so they have a cockering warehouse. Yeah, no, it's a very suitable name. I, I, don't, see it. I don't see how people can sit there and think, that's an outlandish thing to call adamandeve.com, <laughs> but it makes perfect sense. So yeah, you know, it's, it's October, and I actually think that people should somehow incorporate cockerings into their Halloween costume. I just think people should always be wearing a cockering under your pants. Girls? Uh, they should have a cock ring on hand. In case of emergency. But I mean, they, what, are they going to put it around their nip or something? No, but I'm saying in case of emergency, like, you know, in case of whiskey dick, you know, break right. glass and pull out your chrome cock ring or sandalwood cock ring or hemp cock ring, whatever your uh, predilection. And then, yeah, and uh, you can just pumpkin go have fun. Pumpkin rind cock ring. <laughs> For Halloween. <laughs> pumpkin, pumpkin rind cock ring. That's a good one. So yeah, go get yourself a cock ring at adamandeve.com, and uh, for limited time only, 50% off that cock ring, and three free adult DVDs. So You, you can, can also watch... get 50% off everything else. Well, yeah, I mean, not only <laughs> cock rings, but other things too, but like, let's say you, know, you find something that you want, like you buy some cock rings, and you're like, well, what am I going to do? I have all these cock rings, and well, now you get three free adult movies to watch uh-huh. while wearing your cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm, glad cockering, I'm glad Cockering Month is over because I'm done with talking about them. Yeah, wait till we get to Butt Plug November, though, dude. The first week, I'll have a lot to say. 
and it'll slowly taper off. <laughs> so 50% <laughs> off like that first item. Of the butt <laughs> <plug>. <laughs> 50% off that first item, three free adult DVDs, free extra gift, and they give you free shipping. So people go to adamandeve.com. When you check out, use the offer code DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, and get all those free goodies. AdamandEve.com, DIDDLE. So, Wankerly, um, I believe I started last week's show, uh, episode 197, so why don't you kick off episode 198 with your first listener story? Here. Okay, sure. This is sent in by Derek, location unknown, and he asks, was this in Wackerly's hood? Oh. <laughs> Apostrophe Derek. hood, meaning neighborhood. So Derek's streetwise. Yeah. It did hap- it, this did happen in the East Bay, but I'd like to point out that, and this is a little bit confusing too, there's a place in San Francisco called The Richmond which is what the suburbs, the the inside the city suburbs of the city. Yeah, but it's like the avenues. When you when you start getting further out, like past right. uh, past Hate Street, you start getting the avenues. There's Sunset right. and there's the Richmond District. It's constantly foggy. It's I mean, people say the East Bay is boring, but Jesus Christ, the Sunset and the Richmond, give me a break. Oh my God, what's seriously. out there? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, there's just nothing to do. It's like, Lots it's of like the suburban areas. Yeah, lots of Chinese Fog. families, a couple neighborhood bars. I guess there's beaches over there if you want to see naked cock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's about it, really, to do in the Richmond. And it takes forever to get to the loin. I mean, I, I can get to the loin in the studio quicker from the East Bay than if I lived in the Richmond. All I'm saying, if you live in the loin, why leave? Yeah. Well, I leave every day because it sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's the Richmond. So, so if somebody says, hey, do you want to go to the Richmond? That's cool. But it's it's very confusing because if somebody says, hey, meet me in Richmond in the Bay Area, you need to say no immediately. Well, that's Because the Richmond's thing. in the East Bay. If, if I heard – if someone – if they say the Richmond district, I think San Francisco, but they say, yeah, I live in Richmond, I'm like, okay, uh, I'm going to put my wallet in my front pocket now. Yeah. <laughs> So Richmond, I mean, people say that, and and you know, appropriately, they they say that Oakland is hellish. It pretty yeah. much is. It's a crime hell. I say that every day, probably four times a day. Right. It's only for you know people with a testicular fortitude to live there. You know, streetwise, tough, badass motherfuckers like myself. Yeah, exactly. Street <laughs> streetwise guys. I mean, yeah. Uh, it helps if you own a. You gun. could be Shaft. Yeah, or you know, the Road Warrior. The yeah, right. A really um, tough guy. But even Iowa, R- Richmond, the East Bay Richmond, is like, what's below hell? Sub-hell? The hell of hell? Okay. You know, there's there's various levels, cantos of hell, I guess you'd say, like right. levels of hell. But and what it, happens when you come out of Satan's ass because he's in the bottom? There's something yeah, down there. It's like dis, right, or something like I that? I think Richmond is Satan's colon. Isn't there something called dis, D-I-S? Which is like, like hell is shitty, but it's organized. There's a management structure. They've got, you know, a 401k plan down there. <laughs> like, you sit there in the boiling pot of oil. But this is just like fucking chaos. It's just complete chaos. Disorder. And that's when I think of, when I think of Richmond, I think of that. Because so Oakland has some semblance of order. Yeah, I mean, like, don't wear, you know, blue on this corner or you'll be shot or, you know, don't, uh, be white over here. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, Richmond, it's just like it's 
anything goes. I mean, you just don't want to stand on that corner if you're right. Mexican, Asian, black, You just white. don't want to be there at all. I mean, yeah. Richmond is famous for things like uh, drive-by uh spray gun down of uh like birthday parties where one ten year old girls birthday party right like but like one guy's there that, that the rival gang wants to get so they just shoot the, shoot up the whole party they never end up shooting the dude but like five other people will die happens once a week in richmond and i think like mail doesn't get delivered there because too many mailmen were robbed and killed at gunpoint or, or pizza delivery is the same thing like you'll call and, and they'll say you know where do you live oh, oh i live in the iron triangle of richmond and i'll just be like well fucking come and get your own pizza motherfucker but don't even ghetto guys in oakland like the guys that are wearing like the do rags that probably have a gat like shoved in the front you know bell strap <laughs> of their jeans are like yeah, I ain't going to Richmond. Those motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah, interesting that you say that because I was on the BART one time and there was like these really like just obnoxious like gangbangers and uh, they got off at maybe like downtown Oakland to get some pizza or something and I remained on the BART. And there were some other gangbangers that were actually from Oakland and they immediately started complaining about them Richmond niggas. <laughs> They'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> so so if you, there's a okay. hierarchy. Yeah, exactly. So if you have Oakland black people complaining about Richmond black people, yeah, I'm just not going there. It's chaotic. It's just it's the difference between organized, you know, crime, which even calling Oakland crime organized is this, you know, a compliment. Misnomer, but, but Richmond is it's just chaos over there. So so no, this didn't happen in my hood, and I'm glad it didn't. But uh. Apparently there was a gang, a bit of a gang rape. Bit of a gang rape. You know, it's Halloween, it's the season. Uh, Isn't that a sporting event out there? <laughs> Some people play basketball, other people, well, you know, we had a 15-person gang rape the other day. Well, it's it a did, team effort. It, this did happen outside the homecoming dance. Okay. <laughs> so maybe it's a homecoming event. That's a sporting thing, right? A 15-year-old girl uh, was Some gang raped parades. outside her homecoming dance at Richmond High School. And God. they mean that the rape happened at Richmond High School, like on school grounds. That's horrible. Three minors, age 15, 16, and 17, are each charged with felony rape with a foreign object. Uh, their names haven't been uh, released because they're minors. And they also have an enhancement to that crime because they acted in concert together. They could be eligible for life in prison in prison if found tr- if this is found true. And how the old are these uh, these uh, kids? the youngest kids? Fifteen, so a fifteen-year-old could yeah. sentence to life in prison. So they're going to be charged as adults here. Yeah, um, which is uh, you know minors. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, right? Their brains aren't developed. Still, you'd think they'd have some sense of morality, but uh, probably not. It is Richmond. Parents are completely absent. I was about to say, I don't know if the uh, the uh, patriarchal figure in their life is really fulfilling his obligations. Well, dad is long gone, right? And mom smokes crack all day. Yeah. But uh, there's a fourth suspect, 19-year-old Manuel Ortega. He's also eligible for life in prison. And another guy is uh, Salvador Rodriguez, fifth suspect arrested, is 21 years old, hanging out at the high school with 15-year-olds getting wasted on, on uh, E&J Brandy. It's, it's interesting, too, that so these are all Hispanic gentlemen. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Although they think that there are um, perhaps seven others. Wow. And I've even read uh, past this article uh, that they even think maybe up to 20 people were involved, at least observing and like cheering it on. 
Jesus. I don't um, understand. How would this girl put herself in a situation where she's surrounded by 20 Mexican delinquents? Well, let me get into that. Uh, she left that answer at about 9.30 p.m., which it's been dark out here around then, so it's pretty much pitch black out. I wonder if she was wasted, because that's kind of early. Well, she was walking uh, home trying to and about to call her dad, and somebody she knew, maybe one of these younger gentlemen, uh, she's, she's 15, so maybe it's the 15-year-old kid that she knows. Uh, like waved her into like behind, behind a chain link fence, like back into the schoolyard, where He's, the victim was given a large amount of brandy, and I suppose it's probably E and J. Are you familiar? E and J is that some kind of Oakland ghetto brandy? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. E and J. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I used to work with this girl who like lived in East Oakland, and uh, she had a boyfriend, and she always complained that she would go to these parties all the time, and you know she was like a cool girl, and she'd be like, oh, let's have a drink. What do you guys got? And they'd always just be like E and J. <laughs> Whatever happened to? Can Hennessy? I have a margarita? E and J. Whatever happened to Hennessy? It's too expensive. So Hennessy, <laughs> Cavassier, Alizé, that's the, they don't that's no longer the thug drink of choice. Uh I think you mix Alizé with E&J. Okay, so that so that's yeah. probably a thug the passion. Alizé is like the the mixer, right? So the the thug passion I think is what you call that drink. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know. Well, she drank a large amount of it regardless. And in a short time a short amount of time uh while socializing and then she collapsed. Someone dragged her to a bench where several people stripped her, beat her, stole her jewelry and other belongings, and raped her. Gang raped. Ooh. The police department, uh, somebody, like, so this was going on for about two hours, and somebody finally heard about it, you know, through the grapevine, word of mouth, telephone game type so thing. The dance was going on at the same time. Meanwhile, on. on the school grounds, this girl's getting gang raped for two hours? Yeah, the dance is going on maybe like 100 feet away. And no one noticed anything. No one said anything. People just kind of stood around being like, yeah, it's gang rape party. <laughs> when you went to high school in the Midwest, didn't you have like the big fat dude who roamed around the parking lot in his pickup truck? We had a woman that we named that uh, was affectionately termed grandma. I just called her old fat ass bitch. Uh-huh. But yeah, she was like this fat old um, inquisitive lady that would just wander around and basically bust you if you saw an empty in your back seat. In the parking lot. In the parking sort lot. Sort of outside security. Yeah. See, we had a big fat guy, and while it was totally apparent that if he ever had to run after you, he was not going to catch you. I mean, we're talking morbidly obese. If he caught you, you would probably be pummeled to death. So there was this level of sass that you didn't want to, like, overreach. You didn't want to cross just yeah. in case. It was essentially with the distance you, you think, were. Yeah, you think his <laughs> reach was calculated into it. But, you know, Richmond High School doesn't have anything like that because it's fucking poor over there. And, like, you know, it's total, like I said. They probably can't afford to uh, it's just pay chaos. It's just chaos. I mean, they don't give up, you know. I'm sure the school district is wasting lots of money on other crap. But, um, so the police finally found out about it. Uh, you know, they come and find the girl. They caught one of the kids running away. But uh, they offered $20,000 in reward for information leading to the conviction of the other people responsible. Which I mean, are they going con- right? seriously twenty thousand dollars? That's it. A fifty-year-old girl was raped for two hours, gang raped, and they have. But I guess in Richmond, that's like fuck you money. <laughs> you know, that's like yeah. over a year's salary probably for a lot of these people. Yeah, that's true. But I, you know, I mean, seriously, it's a lot of people to uh, prosecute. You got like twenty people. Yeah, and, and so to close this out, I just wanted to. I don't know if this happens in other places, but uh, people, especially in the East Bay are really concerned about the image of the community. So when anything bad happens, they're like, uh, 
Well, let me just get into it. Students and teachers gathered outside Richmond High School on Wednesday afternoon after this happened. And large signs were hanging on the wall behind them. One said, what about the good things? And <laughs> Richmond cares. <laughs> Apparently they, I mean, it's just like 1984, you know. Richmond cares it's about speak. It's yeah. like, no, a girl got, a 15-year-old got raped for two hours. You didn't care enough to go, like, patrol the school Yeah, I was about to say, if Richmond really cared, they'd pay a little extra money and hire a security guard for the parking lot. And, you know, what about the good things? I would just take the about the out of, out of that sentence. I mean, what good things? When yeah. was the last time you had heard about something good coming out of Richmond? I, you know, I, I have yet to hear of something good coming out of Richmond. Um, Richmond High Senior Norma Bautista said, We are not criminals. Well, the gang rapists are. <laughs> we are the future leaders. We are going to make a change. Everything they say about us, that we're animals, that we're not a community. We are a community. Why are they focusing on the negativity? <laughs> Teacher Lorna McClellan uh stated made the statement that my students are not criminals they are amazing individuals who overcome impossible challenges <laughs> like maybe the 15 year old that got what, gang like, raped yeah i was about to say like what impossible maybe challenges like make a uh her you vagina know, a- <laughs> will go back into normal shape one day or see how many Mexican boners you can stick in a girl? <laughs> it's like... One! <laughs> dos! Tres! Yeah, I mean, uh, seriously, they're amazing. They're very talented. <laughs> I can't count so, past nine. My question is, if you... Okay, let's say you didn't participate in the gang rape itself, but you were there and you didn't do anything. Is there a good Samaritan law? You know what I'm talking about? Is there a law that you should have reported it? I don't think you would call that a good Samaritan. Not law. good Samaritan, but like a, <laughs> a you know, a, there's a there's like a Samaritan law. Like you should be a Samaritan. Like isn't there like you yeah, have a civic not, when duty? People say, when people talk about good Samaritan's laws, that's not what they're talking no, about. No, but, but there's a law though. You know what I'm, what I'm saying here? I'm yes, confused. yes. But yes. I'm saying it's like you have a civic you have the duty. obligation to say. Something. Yeah, you have a civic duty to call the police. You have a civic duty to stop a rape. Maybe, Instead of just yeah. standing there and like getting some popcorn and just like drinking a forty and being like. It's a damn good show. I didn't think you could fit that many Mexican cocks inside a 15-year-old. <laughs> you know, it's just like... Uh, I think there might be something like that, but it would just never be enforced. Because all you would have to say... All, this happens all the time when people don't come forward and testify in Bay Area trials. Is like They just say, look, I fear for my life. If I'm perceived as a rat and I have to live here in Richmond, I'm going to die tomorrow. So basically you could just go in there and be like, yo, it's Richmond. It's yeah. Richmond. Right, and they're gonna be like, "Yeah, I guess you're right." All right, go. It's the same reason that you know don't get uh, shot while you're leaving. It's the the same reason that Goyam didn't stand up to the Nazis in in Nazi Germany. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's true. Well, I don't want to be thrown in concentration camp. (laughs) So yeah, no, I mean, I I guess it's true. So you know, my only recourse is, you know, my only wish for this girl, who's obviously severely traumatized, it's horrible that this had to happen to her, and she's going to be reliving this nightmare probably for the rest of her life. Sure. I just wish that she could come back to that high school and be like Carrie uh-huh. and get revenge. Telekinesis. Just make everyone burn. burn. Everyone that didn't do anything. Everyone that was at that homecoming dance. All the rapists. Well, All they're the going to go to prison and get raped. Yeah, so maybe but what, about, leave, what maybe about their leave friends? Them. The friends you burn, but I think maybe you would leave uh, you know, this 15-year-old to be in the California prison system for life. That might be worse than burning. Yeah, I guess that could be. Could be a fate worse than death. So on the second wrong star scale, I can't think of a, 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 a horror worse than that. I'm going to give that five stars. Did you just call her a whore? Horror. <laughs> oh, the horror. horror. 
I can't. She, <laughs> that's horrible. Are you saying she wanted it? Her <laughs> prom dress was too sexy? You are a horrible person. I'm just saying the unimaginable horror that that girl had to experience there. It's the worst gang rape I've heard about in a long time. Yeah. So yeah, five yeah. stars. Five stars for sure. Well, I don't know if this story exactly measures up to it, but it does involve an axe and a drunk, a drink-fueled rampage. Drunken axe rampage. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Nice. Uh, this was sent in by Chrome. Chrome wrote, hey, guys, sent you a story I read in the paper this morning about a teenager that killed some old woman with an axe. I was quite surprised that at her age, the police managed to identify the correct axe wound. Clever. <laughs> I've included a URL with the storage makes it easier to read. Anyhow, a big limey fuck or a big limey fuck you from across the pond from a ginger with bad teeth and a cockney accent. <laughs> you know this guy's cool. Yeah. I'd love Probably to not have, getting laid a lot, but Yeah, but I would love to have like a ginger drinking buddy with a cockney accent and fucked up teeth. Right. Would that so, be great? And the accent, just the accent that I can't even understand. And he just yeah. jabbers at me, and I'm like, eh, another shot of whiskey. Ah, dude, it's like, a, you ever you ever see that band, The Gallows? No. Lead singer of The Gallows. It's Ginger with uh, bad teeth, uh-huh. and uh, just an angry guy all tattooed. I nice. bet you he'd be a fun guy to hang out and drink with. Sure. I don't know if he has a Cockney accent. I think he might. I will call in one day when I have nothing better to do with my life. Until then, suck my oranges, Chrome. <laughs> I like that. He's just got orange, pe- bright orange pubes all over his balls. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Teenager killed widow with axe in drink-fueled rage after losing a computer game to his brother. Wow. It's happened in Yorkshire, England. A schizophrenic teenager killed a grandmother with an axe when he went on a drunken rampage after losing at a video game. After drinking just one bottle of vodka. That's it. <laughs> one that's a lot of vodka. Dude, one bottle of vodka. That's what I'm saying is I don't think these limeys have the metal to handle Jaeger. <laughs> I think they can drink their fair share of Pims. Believe me, I think the limeys can drink, can probably stomach three bottles of Pims. But if it just takes one bottle of vodka to go on a murderous rampage where you're killing people's nanas, I don't think right. you can handle Jaeger. But I think you're counting out the fact that the guy was probably pretty murderous before he started drinking. Well, he was schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> James Callaghan, 17 years old, stormed out of his home in a rage, armed with an axe and a long-bladed knife. And he did. He literally went on a drunken rampage. He threatened to attack two girls and chop their heads off. Um, he didn't. He struck a passerby on the head with an axe, and he terrified a cyclist and tried to smash his way into a couple's flat <laughs> Before he was caught by the police. By the- I love imagining a terrified English cyclist. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, dear me. Uh, my bicycle pump. It's fallen off. <laughs> yeah, just, just going all shouty crackers and like running home. Right, and he's wearing lots of tweed. Yeah, I wonder, like, they don't wear spandex in England, do they? It's all tweed. It's got to be tweed. His Burberry coat. Uh, by the time police arrived, he had forced his way into Irene Robertson's home and killed the 65-year-old widow. In a scene of unimaginable horror, second time I said that today, Callaghan, who did not know his victim, struck her six times on the head with an axe, chopped off her finger, 
and repeatedly stabbed her in the back, stomach, and leg. Now, was she the person that he was, like, gaming against on Xbox Live? Is that why he cut off her, like, you know, her you know, trigger finger? I imagine if he was challenging this uh, old lady to a video game competition, he probably would have won. Her gamer tag is Granny Panties 999X. <laughs> no, she wasn't his uh, opponent that beat okay. him. So she didn't still times. have her Xbox Live headset on as her corpse was laying there? I think she was just uh, eating a crumpet. <laughs> you know, just sitting there eating a crumpet, a doing biscuit? a little needlepoint. A biscuit? Yeah, maybe eating a biscuit. Which is a know, cookie. Cooking, yeah, like probably cooking. Bi- she was probably baking biscuits. Uh-huh. You know, I can, I mean, I like biscuits, but I hate cookies. So I'd be, I'm gonna be pissed off if I go over there and get offered a biscuit and get some dry ass cookie. But you'd think, I mean, this guy must have been seeing red. I mean, he's obviously it's like you know this defenseless old lady, uh-huh. someone's nana, right? Hey, grandma, yeah. Like, why would he go in there and murder her? On the flat walls and on a mirror, he had written a message to his mother in lipstick saying that he was sorry and had not intended to kill an old woman. So I guess he did feel remorse after the fact when he realized what he had done. Uh-huh. Uh, after his arrest, he was diagnosed as being a paranoid schizophrenic. Uh, he told psychiatrists that for several months he had been hearing voices in his head urging him to kill. He had seen a man with horns on his head. And he said he began drinking heavily to cope with these visions. You know, I think these visions are quite common amongst most chavs. So, so he'd never been, he hadn't been diagnosed with schizophrenia before. Yeah, but he had behavioral problems. Well, since he's been six years old when he threatened his mother with a kitchen knife. (laughs) But in the hours before the rampage, he had lost three consecutive games of FIFA 2008, playing at home against his young brother. Is there a gayer game that you could play? What is FIFA? It's the it's the soccer English football equivalent of Madden. Okay, see now I, I know, was thinking you're it was a Madden some, fan, but I, th- I was thinking Which it was some kind understand. of Sonic the Hedgehog or something. I didn't no, know no. that this FIFA is the the international football league. <laughs> so this is a soccer game that this kid is playing, right? It's even made by Electronic Arts, the same people who make Madden, and it's hugely popular because you know the rest of the world loves soccer for some unknown reason. But you got to see, it must be a bit infuriating to lose three consecutive games to your younger brother. I just think uh, games like that are, are pointless. But, okay, I'll put it this way. Let's say you're the younger brother, and you're playing video games with your homicidal, paranoiac, <laughs> you know, violent brother. Right. Wouldn't you let him win a couple times? Probably, but... <laughs> I think I would do I don't like, know, but I, I mean, I say that now, but then I think about my brother and just stuffing it in his face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to resist it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Hopefully you get angry enough to throw his controller. That would be such just golden, golden bliss. In the back of my his mind. His face is getting all red. In the back of my mind, I just picture my brother threatening my mother with a kitchen knife at the age of six and thinking, he's going to do something even worse to me. So yeah, yeah, you can win one game. But imagine the humiliation of him, how humiliated he would be. Yeah, that would There's be There's a funny. balancing factor there is all I'm saying. Well, so he was known to be by his friends to be very extremely violent after drinking alcohol. <laughs> Not a drinking buddy that you want to hang out with. And as I mentioned before, he had threatened his mother uh, with a kitchen knife. And as a young child, he had been referred to the community psychiatric nurse on three occasions because his mother's trying to, to control his behavior. 
You know, you think about that. I almost feel some sympathy here for the mom. It's, it sucks when you have a bad apple like that. You can't just return a child. Right. You know, and she can't shove it back in her womb and spit out another one. And severe beatings are apparently not accepted anymore. I mean, the kid will be taken away for that, right? I mean, she has no one to blame for but herself. It's like, think how many pints she shoved in her while she's pregnant with this uh, malcontent. Right. It's her zygote. I mean. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's the one that, uh, <laughs> she's the one that was sniffing spray paint. And where's the dad? Uh, once again. Out of the picture. He's not, he's not present. Yeah. Um. One more thing here about this story is after he had murdered uh, the uh, the Nana, he then tried to It wasn't attack. his Nana. It, was it wasn't his Nana. It was someone nana. else's Nana. He then tried to... He randomly to, picked the house? He just... He was on a rampage. You know, he threatened the cyclist. The cyclist ran away. <laughs> Dear me, I'm <laughs> going to away. pedal as fast as I can on my bicycle. My um, velocipede! <laughs> <laughs> but then he tried to attack this couple here, Mushin Thajil and his wife, uh, Sana Kadum. Who lived uh, next door to the old lady? The packies. <laughs> he smashed a hole in their front door with his with his axe, stuck his head through the door, <laughs> demanding alcohol and threatening to kill Mister Thajil. A la The Shining. This is pure Shining <laughs> moment. He's got his head in there and he's just like, "Give me some booze." God damn it, Thajil! This never happened in Bangladesh. <laughs> Police were called, and when they arrived, Callaghan dropped his axe and admitted killing the old lady. Uh huh. So, Wacker, on the sick and wrong star scale, this guy did go on a drunken rampage. I mean, I think the... Well, and it was video gaming fueled, which I am impressed with. But the cause of the rampage, I think, is in question. I think it's... I feel that it would take more than just losing at a video game to put me into a murderous rage. But who knows? Don't sell it short. It was at least a trigger. Right. Trigger mechanism. it, it, It definitely triggered this violent outburst. Yeah. But the fact that he brutally... I blame FIFA. So what are you saying? If he was playing a cooler game, he probably would have stayed uh, at the house playing the game? Yeah, I mean something like, you know, Super Mario Galaxy. <laughs> so you're saying, you're saying... If this was a Wii, you know, he, his arm would have been worn out from the, waving the Wii wand around. And he wouldn't be able to wield he the axe. He wouldn't be able to wield the axe. Now you got a good point there. Right? See? I think the fact that he brutalized this old lady and it's a, such a savage attack is going to make me give this... A 4.5. I'm just going to give it a 4. Why? Just because he killed one old he defenseless didn't lady? Her. He didn't rape her. <laughs> that would have just upped the ante? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he got a rape for the new axe wound. <laughs> yeah. He could have made his own axe wound. Right. Yeah. You know. So um, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. Uh, we got the uh, third story here came in from Chainsaw. He writes, what's up, fuckers? I love the show. I've been throwing up some good articles on the message board since I joined five or six months ago. But I thought this one needed to be emailed directly to your multi-million dollar studio. Can I change my name from Lance Wackerly to something else? At this point? Yeah. Probably not, but... Chainsaw? Yeah, Chainsaw's pretty cool. <laughs> Such a better name. You know what's funny about this guy, though? So he writes this. He writes, keep it sick, keep it wrong. But his salutation here is, peace, Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a multifaceted you... man. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, it's such a dichotomy there. Like, would you expect him to say "fuck you"? You know, suck my balls, chainsaw. But instead, it's like peace. <laughs> it's like you're thinking peace and flowers, chainsaw guts. Fuck. Uh huh. You know, it's like yeah, but hey, yes, peace, chainsaw. Yeah, hippie. I don't get it. 
I do love the story he sent in, though. I've read this story before, and it's given me endless glee since the first time I've read it. And it's probably one of the best headlines I've read in a while. Ice skating bear kills Russian circus hand. And this isn't a Bulgakov novel. You know, this isn't Dostoevsky here. Bulgakov. Did you ever read, did you ever read Master yeah. Margarita? Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, it's a great yeah. book, you know, I but it's a fantastic book. And it's like you think about Ice, know, skating, Ice bear. skating Bear kills Russian circus hand. I don't even buy it. You know, I don't either, because a bear on ice skates, to me, just doesn't seem very plausible. Are the Russians surpassing our technology in, you know, bear ice skating? <laughs> well, you know, in I hope the, not. Because I, think... I would love to see an ice skating bear, and I don't see any being, you know, trained and uh, implemented in the United States. Well, I always thought the bear, isn't the bear, like, that's our one badass wild animal? California. California. America. It's Alaska. Well, it's we, national, we have it's bears. The, it's a state animal. Yeah, but I mean... The okay, golden bear. The golden bear, definitely California, but I'm saying as Americans, we don't have lions, we don't have tigers, we don't have other ferocious predators like that. Well, Our yeah, predator... We, do. we have coyotes and wolves. Oh, okay, a wolf maybe, but a coyote? <laughs> I'm scared of a coyote. I'm saying a bear, a grizzly bear <laughs> you is just a fearsome curse yourself. creature. You're going to be mauled by coyotes. That's how you're going to die. Dude, I'm going to get hit by a bus. I already know that's in my future. And then that's gonna, in the cards. You're going to get hit by a bus, and you're going to be still alive and pull yourself to the side of the road. And then and as you're trying to flag, flag down a car, coyotes are going to, you know, eat you. I don't know. I think I'd rather be, uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm more scared of a bear, especially one on ice skates. Because they're fast. They can move really fast. And yeah, bears, and they're big. Bears are scary. I just, I, you know, it just amazes me that the Russians have this technology where they can train this, like, you know, what do those things weigh, a ton? Some of them. Yeah, it's amazing. So a bear on ice skates attacked two people during rehearsals at a circus in Bishkek, which is, I guess, the capital of Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> and it killed one of them. In the incident, which happened uh, this past Thursday, a five-year-old animal killed the circus administrator, Dmitry Potapov. Isn't Kyrgyzstan its own country now? I don't know. It says former, it's uh, Former Moscow. Soviet Union. Oh, really? It's a, okay. But it says, I, I mean, know. they say the article's in uh, Moscow, Russia. So I think it's part of Russia. I think it's a town in Russia. Right. I think you're wrong, but okay. Maybe. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll have to ask one of our many Russian fans. Or we could get off our fat asses and check the globe. Uh, the... Um, Incident occurred during a rehearsal by the Russian State Circus Company troupe, which was performing as uh, in Bishkek with the program here. It's unclear what caused the bear to attack Potapov. I think maybe um, forcing a bear to skate around on ice skates yeah. could piss one off a little bit. You <laughs> they know? don't enjoy it. No, I think bears enjoy you know eating garbage and shitting uh, in the woods. Shitting in the woods, yeah, that's what bears tend to do. I don't think they usually. I don't think it's a natural thing for bears to do to ice skate. No, you know and it's it's kind of like the Siegfried and Roy thing. It's like you know here you got this effeminate gentleman sitting here with a whip, you know, whipping this tiger in the face and making it like <laughs> kick a ball around and do yeah. tricks. And here you know I could just imagine what this dude, this figure skater guy, must have been. You know, yelling at this bear, and finally the bear's just like, you know, dude, fuck this shit. Right. Fuck you, know what I'd, you know what I'd rather do than ice skate? Rip your face off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. And uh, that's pretty much uh, what he did. He, it, he nearly severed one of his legs while dragging him across the ice by his neck. Mm. Uh, then 29-year-old circus trainer Yevgeny Popov uh, attempted to rescue him, and he was also severely injured. I think at that <laughs> point, I would just be like, dude, pfft. You're bear fodder now. You know, it's like I can't really do anything to save you. There's one thing you can do. What, punch him in the nose? No, break out the Zamboni. 
Ooh. <laughs> Run him down. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they have Zambonis in Russia. They must. Fuck yeah. You just bust out the I Zamboni mean, and they house love that ho- bear? They have Zambonis. They love hockey. What do you think? They just play on like uneven surfaces? It's Russia. <laughs> I mean, they, they have Zambonis, trust me. Look at the women that they uh, copulate with. I actually thought uh, that's what they you, meant when, by bear. Have you seen these Russian tennis players? I mean, come on. Yeah, but I thought that's what they meant at first by bears on ice skates. I was thinking, God, these are just big, hairy Russian women. Uh-huh. But no, they're actually real bears. I thought it was a special Halloween event at your brother's bar. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised they don't have that in the Castro Bears on Ice. <laughs> so much of big leather daddies. So apparently Russia has a long-standing tradition of training bears to perform tricks such as riding motorcycles, ice skating, and playing field hockey. Or not field hockey, playing ice hockey. <laughs> field hockey. Great Russian sport of field hockey. And ultimate frisbee. Yeah. Um... A fatal attacks are unusual, which surprises me that the bears would be that docile. Uh, but, you know, I find this funny. It's like, so Moscow, I don't know if you know this, is probably the most expensive city in the world right now. I've heard that. Yeah, it's like their nightclubs cost thousands of dollars to, like, sit and rent a table and drink at. Well, Russia's one of those places that there's extreme poverty, but then there's extreme wealth. I mean, the, the whole problem is it's like you've got all the money in the country has been sort of gathered up by like this small group of people the mob i don't know if you call them a mob because it's like there's too many people involved too many legitimate people involved to call it the mob right well my point is it doesn't matter how much wealth that these uh russian people accumulate bears on ice is still going to pass as class a entertainment i would watch I, mean, it. I don't think you know seriously though from it's behind like, a cage you know a safety net I guess, I mean, I would definitely want to see bears ice skating. You can find videos online of the bears ice skating. I just can't even picture it. Do they have special ice skates? Well, I imagine they're probably not the same ones that, like, you know, figure skaters use. Right, but, but is, it, is it like a full-on boot that's shaped like a bear's foot? Or is it just some, like, like a bear ice paw? skate thing that's, like, strapped to the bottom of their paw? Or do they, like, sort of kneel on it? Because, because bears don't even like to... They stand up, like, to look around, but they don't, like, walk on their hind legs. I wonder how they train them. Like, what kind of uh, incentive they give the bear. Beatings. <laughs> Severe beatings. <laughs> do you, why do you even have to ask? So on the sick and wrong... That's how they train the peasant humans over there, okay? Yeah. The working class. So on the sick and wrong star scale... Um, you know, it doesn't surprise me that uh, a bear eventually is going to... Uh, Passage threshold and uh, lash out at his trainer and uh, rip his throat out. Right. So I mean, that, how? How? I mean, what, what? I would think before that, even you know, the bear would fucking put him into the boards and like, okay, you know, cross least, check yeah, to the back, cross check to the back, or a little something. Bit of, a little bit of roughhouse. <laughs> while the refs looking the other way. So I'm only going to give this four stars because I could kind of see this happening. Mm, bear violence. I have to go with at least four point five. If this had happened during. The performance, <laughs> my score would go up. Well, so it's like a tree falling in the woods type of thing with you. Like nobody was there to see it. No small children, so it's not not as epic. If it was videotaped and I got to see it, or if, well, okay, if the guy had that'd actually, be a five. I mean, that'd be a five. Well, that would I'm be not a giving five. it a five. I'm giving it a four. But it didn't happen. This is a rehearsal. Uh, I'm trained, sure people were horrified. Any trained bear violence will get at least a 4.5 from me. Well, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. People, go vote. SickerWrongPodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 198. Well, Wacker, we are nearing the end of the show. we got a few phone calls. 
to the Sick Wrong Hotline. People can call the hotline at 206-666-3846. We also got a number of emails to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Before we get to phone call number one, how about another quick word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Hey, you fucking cocksucker, milky liquor motherfuckers. Hey, go to adamandeve.com, type in the word diddle. Don't ask me what the fuck it means, but just type it in anyways. It has nothing to do with what your uncle used to do to you. And uh, just make sure you don't do like what I did. Go to adamandsteve.com, because that's fucking gay. So there you are, adamandeve.com. Right now, type in the word diddle when you check out. Get 50% off your item, three free adult movies, a sensual gift, and free shipping. So uh, we got a number of phone calls here, Sick or Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. We do always love to hear from you people. And once again, we can't play every call. So if your call no. doesn't make it, call back by all means. And uh, as long as it's under three minutes and it's somewhat entertaining, uh-huh. instead of just like a string of expletives, you know, um, we'll probably play it here on the show. Yeah. Let's play call number one. Hey, what y'all doing? Wackety's girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? I, hey, what's y'all up? Y'all motherfuckers know what I'm talking about, motherfucker. Shit. I'll just be chilling over here in East Oakland, motherfucker. Get my lip. Dude, it sounds just like her. It's amazing. She's getting closer. It, it's been. It's they, been used, <laughs> they used to be. They used to call in with. Um, oh, that's not her? Oh, I mean, she used to call in. <laughs> When she talked more like Florida from Good Times, and now she's mo- moved into some like sort of New, or- New Orleans, sort of uh, yeah, but some kind of ghetto Ke- like Keisha Moesha. Cole yeah, from, yeah. Uh, BET. That's kind of what I'm. Uh, this is a little more true to form. Yeah, it's getting better, sweetie. <laughs> I am done fucking watching the rain, just being all up in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That little cracker ass motherfucker, cracker ass cracker, he be chilling and shit, and he be like, hey, Laquisha, what you all be doing, dog? And I be like, oh, hell no, motherfucker, you better go get me another Colt 45, but that motherfucker... <laughs> she loves Colt 45. <laughs> Isn't that how you met? Like, you were buying a 40 of St. Ives, she was buying a 40 of Colt 45. I was buying a 40 of Mickey's, which is oh, the okay. white person's malt liquor, and she was buying a St. Ives. And it was like love at first sight, and just well, we both like tried to open the same door on the cooler at the same time, and our hands touched. So now, (laughs) (laughs) so now though that you've progressed in your relationship, do you ever like interlock arms and you drink out of your forty, she drinks out of hers, all the fucking time, bitch? (laughs) She was like, "That was hot, whacker dog." I don't like it when you do it. It's creepy. (laughs) It's not attractive. Motherfucker, shit. Peace out, Yuka. Uh huh. <laughs> How often does she say shit? <laughs> Remarkably, almost every five minutes. Oh, okay. Wow. There's a lot of when you date Wackerly. There's a lot of stuff to you know proclaim profanity about. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. Uh, you know. Your girlfriend is actually quite ghetto, and uh, she does have really long fingernails. She does wear a do-rag backwards. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, a lot of people like that. Obviously, they're saying it jokingly, but it's true. Wackley does, uh, you know, date a uh, product of the street. And she's very street, and if she ever finds you motherfuckers who are making fun of her, I wouldn't want to be you. 
Nah, she'll be busting some caps in your ass. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm dying to hear the next time your girlfriend calls back because I bet you the voice is going to be indiscernible from her true voice. I know. I, I'm a little worried. I mean, I might get into trouble yeah. as they home in more and more. Yeah, well, we'll see. Thank you, uh, Wankley's girlfriend. It's always nice to hear from you. All right. Th- this next one is a little long-winded, but uh, I think it just bears um, examination. Hi, I'm Dean Lamb. Um, my name is Jemmy, 18 forever. I'm, well, I signed up on the firm a couple of um, weeks ago. I'm from the Caribbean. And I'm calling in reference to um, the episode with Jeff. Yeah. Um, I'm going to assume the most recent episode with Jeff. Yeah, I think she was talking about the one a couple of weeks ago. You know, hearing her voice, like this girl, seriously, I almost feel like barely a pedophile listening to this voice. Well, she said her name, her screen name is Jenny18 Forever. I'm, but she sounds like she's like 17, 16. <laughs> so she's she? still got a good two years out of that handle? <laughs> or she has to change it to 19 Forever? Or, well, once or she's just our be a age, liar? Yeah, once she's our age, I mean, she'd be blatantly lying if she was like, you know, 18 Forever. Even though that is um, one of my monikers in some chat rooms. Yeah. But you still have your like Disney princesses pajamas, right? Of course I do. <laughs> he actually said, I'm referring to the part where he said, um, he was talking about being stuck in a relationship, and you're like, I hate you, I want to break up, and they'll be like, no, and you're stuck, and you don't, you just can't get out of the fucking relationship. Um, this is going on right now in my life, and I have a boyfriend who I don't really care about and who I'm um, seeing other people or not seeing more like fucking other people. And well, I mean, Jeff has gone through this, right? You just um, have sex with another dude and allow your boyfriend to walk in. Yeah, like Jeff, Jeff actually, <laughs> Jeff like coordinated it. If, if if I recall correctly, he had had sex with their drug dealer in their living room on the chair. While his boyfriend came back, like he planned it, so his boyfriend was coming back from work and walked in on it. Do you it really was... believe that he planned it, or he just didn't give a fuck? I, I guess he probably Come just on. didn't give a fuck. He didn't but plan the fact that it worked out for him, I yeah. think, it was great because he was like, oh, "I didn't have to have the talk." <laughs> He's just like, you know, uh, actions speak louder than words. Yeah, just so, a man of action. So what, what we're saying here to um, young Jenny here is just like, okay, so she's already fucking other people. And yet she lives with this guy. Well, what, she should fuck people in her own home. Yeah, let the dude walk in. Although, let's listen to a little more. Right. I think, uh, we'll, we'll find out the, more details the particulars. Yes. We need to know the particulars. And um, I told him, <laughs> I tried a couple of times, well, not a couple, more than a couple, you know, to just break up with him. I tried frustrating him. I tried refusing sex. But I'm kind of an influence, but that didn't really work. Well, that's um, then one day I just sat down and said, this isn't working for me. I want to break up. And he's like, no. Um, then he got all serious. And I was like, you know, if, if we break up, I'm going to take a finger and I. And I was like, I was just kidding. What? He's going to take her finger and I? <laughs> Who is this guy, Genghis Khan? I think so. I don't understand this. Is he a Mongol? I'm going to ritualistically deform you if we break up. Yeah. <laughs> Although if you let me do that, then it's fine. You can go your own way. That's not healthy. <laughs> I wasn't. I kind of ran to the bathroom and was like, what the f-? called my friend and was like, um, my boyfriend just told me 
I tried to break up with him, and he just told me that he would poke out my eye or cut off my finger. I love how she calls her friend rather than the police. Right. Yeah. We're not her friend right now, are we? She's not in the bathroom as she's making this call. I called my friend, meaning you. I'm calling you right now. He's going to poke my eye out. Yeah, I wonder because we're probably the last people she should be calling right now. And people keep that in mind. In yeah. an emergency, don't call sick and wrong. First of all, there's the time delay factor. You know, this is like a week after she made the call. And uh, I don't know how she's going to download the podcast sitting in the bathroom. But she could be blind in one eye and missing her middle finger right now. She'd be like... That's what I should have done. <laughs> Dean Wackerly, you give the best advice. She's going to be holding next up her time, index finger. Next time. Looking out of her one good eye. So, um, yeah, that was about three weeks ago, and we're still together. I, I've tried um, telling him that I caught him with it, that um, I've been hearing stories that he's cheating. I've tried frustrating him. I've... I don't know what else to do. I mean, seriously, I said, I, I don't want to be doing it anymore. And he's like, oh, no, we're not breaking up. I love you. And I want to be with you. If I, if, um, if I can't have you, then no one else can and all kinds of shit. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So do you have any ideas, by the way, of you know how I could like, get out of the fucking relationship? I don't know. I just wanted to put that in. I love your show. And, yeah, I'm listening all the way in the Caribbean. So, take care. Caribbean Bye. queen. Yeah. Now we're sharing the same dream. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to share her dream, though. So, Wackerly, uh, when you give this advice, I think you should do it in a Dr. Phil voice. <laughs> Can you Did do it? Bring that on me? <laughs> no, I'm no. just saying. It's just, uh, Caribbean it seems queen. appropriate. <laughs> Here's what you need. What I have... Here's what you need to do. It's an enhancement on the having sex on the couch when your boyfriend walks in. Now, he seems to be a little bit of a psychopath. Am I right? Am I right? He's a psychopath. Well, what you need to do, there's got to be like a marine base in the Caribbean where you live. And you should go find two uh, very large marines. And uh, uh, you have a couch, right? And remember, I said two, and you're going to want to get in the finger cuff position. I can't do Dr. Phil. Yeah, but dude, you're doing a pretty good job. I like where but, you're going with that. That's what she needs to do. And now, because your boyfriend seems like a bit of a psychopath, uh, now but he walks in and you're having sex with two very large Marines, uh, you're going to want to say, but you're going to want to take the dick out of your mouth and then say, that's the guy... Who uh, is going to poke my eye out and cut my finger off because you guys are having sex with me. Be like, hey, fellas, that guy said if I can't have you, no one else will. Just can you, like, prove to him that other guys will? Yeah, and at that point, you might want to go into the bathroom because I don't think you want to witness the beating that your no, current I mean, boyfriend is going to th- receive. Th- that's the thing. If you're going to take a lesson from my brother. So she's dating an unflushable. She's a dating, Klingon. She's dating a Klingon. She's dating that one turd that you can flush the toilet over and over again, and it's still going to come back up. Right. And the guy, I mean, to his credit, probably realizes that no other girl is going to take him. No. So you're his last chance. I think there's two things she could do. I think the best route to go about, and probably the most fun and uh, painless route for her, would be, yeah, to go find 
two Marines. Don't get one guy. No, two. Two. Come right. back, get finger cuffed, and uh, plan it so your dude walks in with his friends maybe or something, or even just by himself sitting there playing video games. He hears some noises upstairs, goes upstairs, and sees you. Getting, oh, he's got to uh, see you. Yeah. Getting double teamed by two Marines. I think either that or give him herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think that works? Yeah. That sort of assumes he doesn't have herpes already. Yeah, but she's fucking other guys, so why not go give him a disease? That's what I'm saying. It might have already happened. <laughs> yeah, I guess it could have happened already. <laughs> the herpes might be a lost cause. Yeah. You know, All right, the best spent thing, powder at this the, point. But you know what? Though the the one the one thing I think she hasn't tried hard enough is the whole withholding sex. She says she's an info. She can't do that. So buy a vibrator from adamandeve.com. Yeah, and... Uh, 50% off. Free she shipping. Be, she should be wielding that vagina like the Sword of Damocles. Yeah. If she's withholding sex long enough, that dude's gonna be like, you know what? This sucks. But she also said he's already cheating on her, so... But she said she's cheating on him. Both, yeah. This yeah. is a fucked up relationship. Just go get how two the, Marines. How the fuck did you get yourself <laughs> into this position? I don't know. You don't know why? It's rum. They yeah. drink a lot of rum in the Caribbean. Right. And it's hot. And there's not a lot to do other than fucking get drunk and, and beaches, smoke weed. Yeah. And then they like, you know, they go out there. And next thing you know, they're hooked yeah. up with some psychopaths. So, you know what you should do? Um, just go get some Marines and have them walk in on you getting finger cuffed. I'd break up with a girl for doing that. Yeah. And what? the Marines will appreciate it. Yeah, no, they'll have fun. They do that stuff all the time. Oh, what's uh, call number three? Hey, uh, BLM, I just, uh, I just dig out the trash. What the hell is wrong with this guy's voice? Uh, well, he just took out the trash. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> I don't know, but doesn't he sound like he's some kind of deviant? He sounds like a sexual. De- Listen to it. He's like breathing heavy. Right, but I have a hard time differentiating whether he's like fifteen and just awkward, or whether he's like fifty and a de- and a full on deviant. You think he's just- overweight? And well, I assume fish all of, belly white. I assume all of still our lives with his are, mother. I assume all of on our forum are. like thirty, you know, hours a day. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> much me. Hours a day. I don't live with my mom, but I'm fish belly white, overweight, and on the forum all the time. I'm gonna attach my name to this Highly doubt he has a girl. If I, if I was if I was part of the peanut gallery right now, I'd be like liar. A real doll is a girl. Okay, all right. He can't afford a real doll. about bills and shit. So I just you know finger her down and go to sleep. Wait, so he said he was thinking of bills and shit, and he couldn't perform. His, right, his but, usual level, and so he just fingered her down. I mean, I don't want to break this down too much, but um, he might be a fifteen-year-old trying to pretend like he's older, saying like, "Oh, bills and taxes." <laughs> so what older people worry about, right? And I've never heard any guy that actually is having sex with a woman on a regular basis say that he fingered his girlfriend down. That no, he makes it, up. but he makes it sound like she's some kind of mechanical equipment. <laughs> it's just like, well, I fingered her down, and uh, you know, turn the knob down, and move the transistor radio knob here. And can I get a three millimeter finger down wrench over here? <laughs> right away. I don't know. I, I still doubt this guy's girlfriend. All right. 
hours later, I have a dream about watching straight porn with D. Simon. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Not watching porn <laughs> with Lance Wackerly. Here, here. Just this guy and you in well, the wha- dream. Wackerly, like you haven't had that dream before. What, with you or this guy? <laughs> no comment. All right, I, I want to hear this. This is kind of kind of getting hot. And then I wake up with a mad Woody. All right. And I hit that shit. He was going out of style. I just called to tell you. That's not gay, right? <laughs> That is very gay. Don't you think it's gay? Well, he had sex with his girlfriend when he woke up. I mean, I assume she was. Yeah, but okay. Out. But he wasn't thinking of bills anymore. He was thinking about jerking off the porn with yours truly. Straight porn. And that's but still, he's thinking about the, the question. He wasn't is, jerking you off. You weren't. Jerking were we him both off. just sitting just there jerking off, hanging out like a couple of buds, dudes, watching porn and jerking off? See, I have a problem with that, Wackerly. I don't. You have a problem with that. Yes, I do have well, a problem. What would your problem with that. be about that? <laughs> My problem is porn is not a group activity. Unless you're with your girlfriend, I think that's fine. You can, Even you that can I'm watch, not a big fan of. I, I don't mind watching porn with my girlfriend. I don't mind it, but I don't really If I watch porn it. with a girl that's into it, it turns me on. But really? I've never, ever enjoyed watching porn with my dude friends. That's not, it's, it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Well, you porn, really, this, this is one of those issues that really needs to be boiled down. We're not talking about novelty porn, because that's always fun. No, right? okay, I'm not, I'm not talking about real, like, real the Mr. Hands porn. video. The no, Mr. Like Hands erotic video. porn. Yeah, I'm talking about like just regular straight porn that you jerk off to like, when you're wow, by yourself. Like, wow, this porn star is so hot, I can't believe she's taking it in the ass. That sort of thing. Have you been in that situation, though, where you're sitting there and your buddy yes. just like puts on a porn you're just In like, college. Yeah, and, and you're looking at him like, dude, the reason you watch porn is to jack off. You don't watch it for its artistic value. You don't watch it for its narrative. You don't watch it for entertainment other than the fact that you jerk off and then you watch something cool. <laughs> There's even so many levels. Because this is before there was, there was like porn JPEGs on the internet. There was no like video porn on the internet. No, back in right? college, we didn't even... Yeah, we... Well, you could get the videos of like uh, you know life in the fat lane or something. I mean... Online? Ripples and wrinkles. No, but I mean we had those videos. Remember right, that? But I'm saying... So watching a video porn was a special event. So I could see like a guy having a porn and be like, "Hey, you want to watch this porn?" Like, well, I'll put it in the spank bank, the mental, the mental thing, and then I'll jerk off to the memory later, right? It's because you don't have a VCR in your room. Exactly, but this guy did, and uh, so we're watching. So, and part of me is just like, "Hey, check this out." So I just walk into his room, check what out. Oh, okay, porn, and then I'm like sitting in his room with him. And the porn is on. And uh, now I start thinking, like, well, now I'm sitting here watching porn with a guy. I guess I'll just, like, memorize this and jerk off later. But then he starts to comment, like, oh, yeah, look at that. That's really hot. Yeah. Her, her tits are awesome. And, like, oh, look at her. I like it when the bush is shaved like well, that. that means, and I don't have anything to say. But that means you're sitting less than five feet away from your buddy who has a boner. I probably had a boner. That's gay. You have a boner five but feet wait, away I'm from not your done. buddy. Then he goes and makes pizza. 
<laughs> Do you want some pizza? So and he br- was eating watching porn? Oh, I was eating. He brought the pizza. <laughs> I'm a college kid. I'm not going to turn down pizza. That's like probably the only thing I've eaten in like two days. And so now I'm eating pizza, commenting on, on you know, non-novelty porn. There's nothing funny about it. It's just pure porn. Come on, watching Wackerly. porn. This was your dad. <laughs> What's my dad? What's my dad? It would almost be more normal. You, know, like, you think it'd be more normal to be like, dad. "Son, come here, I want to teach you something." Pizza, porn, and commentary. <laughs> no, it was weirder. There was just sort of this other guy. Yeah, and he's eating pizza as if this is a normal thing. I'm wary. I'm wary of individuals like that. Well, that after, the, after I'd eaten the pizza, I think I extricated myself and was like, "I gotta go." Do something else, not beat off. <laughs> something else, like like you know, go I study. Mean, for me, porn has always been a singular activity. It's it's something that there's a purpose to it. Yeah. I'm doing it for a reason, and then I'm going to be done with it, and I'm going to move on and do something else. I'm right. not just going to sit there and watch an hour and a half porn tape with my buddy and eat pizza. <laughs> like twenty minutes. But how do you feel about? Strength? Were you sitting in a separate chair or on his lap? I actually think I think his room was small enough that there wasn't chairs. We were both sitting on his bed. You guys are. Was he trying to bump me? Was I being seduced? Was it my brother? No. Okay, that's good. That's good. But how do you feel about strip clubs? That's another thing. That's another thing. You know, I've, I, you know, I, I have extensive experience in strip clubs. I worked in a strip club for a while. Right. I've obviously You're been to a few strip clubs. I've but can you like, remember what it was like before you worked? But this is what I'm saying. I never saw the purpose of going to strip clubs with a big group of dudes. Or not even a big group of dudes. Just with like four of your buddies. It's like, dudes, what are we all going to sit around the table and just kind of be like, she's hot. I got a boner. You got a boner? Yeah. You got right, a boner? But then there's the lap dance where you go off by yourself. I know, but still. And then it's like, but you're not getting laid and you're coming back like sexually... You know, turned on, right? And you're sitting at a table with a bunch of dudes. You know what, though? Intellectually, I totally think strip clubs are bullshit. When I never want to go, when I think about it, it's just dumb. And it's a waste of money. And but at the same time, I am totally susceptible to the the stripper thing. You mean the having getting a lap dance? Yeah, and the, just the getting whole, milk you know, for you're your paying money? them fifty bucks or something for the lap dance, but they trick me. Into thinking that, you know, I mean, afterwards I immediately... Into thinking that you guys have some kind of relationship? Yes, I'm susceptible to that. <laughs> and, and after the life dance is over, I figure it out. And it's just like, whatever, I gave her a lot of money and she's gone. But at that moment... It's, You're a punter, Wackerly. It's just reptilian. Yeah, it, no, it like I digs guess... down into your brain and you're like, this. Sh- I think this chick really wants to fuck me. I don't think she treats every dude like this. When it, she totally does. No, they, they, I mean, that's part of the hustle. Right. You can't turn it off. It's biological. I think if I didn't work at a strip club and it would never witness the hustle and saw the, uh, I mean, the concept you got behind it, I'm jaded. I'm jaded. It, yeah. So that's why. But, I mean, you know, honestly, yeah, the, 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 the times I had been to a strip club before, I fell for it many times. I've spent a couple hundred dollars on a stripper before. I probably had like four or five lap dances in my entire life. But, I would, but what I'm saying is if I think I'd be more willing to go to a strip club by myself than with like a couple buddies. But then you're the creepy old homo and, uh, you know, going with the other guys is like the whole like, oh, what the fuck are we doing? We're retards. Yeah, let's buy five $10 beers. I'd rather go to a strip club, though, with my buddies than watch a porn with my buddies. That's true. That's that's all I got to say about that. But in answer to your question there, guy, who um, 
had sex with his girlfriend after dreaming about masturbating to a porno with me, you're gay. <laughs> and you probably don't even have a girlfriend. So. Yeah, because um, you're gay. Uh, people call the hotline, 206-666-3846. We always love to hear from you. we got a couple emails here to stick around podcast at hotmail.com. One of our emails came from a, a, a big fan of the show here. B, he writes in, we got to get a clan for sick and wrong. Bigger and better. I have a buddy of mine that understands my quote-unquote problem with you two dweebs. I think this guy also masturbates to uh, listening to this show. Mm, um, he got me a fucking sick and wrong birthday cake. Not one, but two. I had him take pics of me with them, but I don't know if he'll forward them to me. If they do, you two will have the very first sick and wrong cake pics. They were awesome. Fuck you, Susie. I got all the sick and wrong now, bitch. They were of the Guantanamo t-shirt image you guys had and a happy birthday thing on it. Very cool. Have a good show, B. Uh, by the way, sorry about your bridge. You know, the big broken one between D and Lance. He's talking about the Bay Bridge. It's pretty funny. Yeah. That's pretty funny. I was on the fucking highway for two hours today in what should have been a half hour, so... Yeah, no, not it's, humorous. It's very. It's definitely disrupting traffic. A, a cable broke on the Bay Bridge, and now it's actually shut down. So you you can't drive across the Bay Bridge to get to the East Bay. You can't go from Oakland to San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, it's horrible. So anyway, uh, happy birthday there, B. Um, I think uh, Susie's the one that sent us the bacon vodka, and uh, you know, Susie, I like you too. And I heard that uh, you actually gave B the bottle of bacon vodka for his birthday, and uh, you know, the empty bottle that we'd sent. Yeah, so um, happy birthday there, B. I hope you have a good time. And, uh, you know, don't let the sick and wrong thing go uh, too crazy. I think this guy's like the type of dude that eventually, you know, is going to want to, like, get a bag of your pubic hair and maybe make a coat out of D. Simon. Yeah, a skin suit. A skin suit. He's a skin suit type of guy. You're more recognizable than me, so I'm not as worried because I'll just blend into the background and be like, Lance who? <laughs> but I do agree You're with him. You're the guy he will find on I the do, streets I, of San Francisco. I do like this whole idea of we got to get a clan bigger and better here for sick and wrong. Yeah, that's right, B. Start your own sick and wrong clan. <laughs> you know, go right ahead. Actually, join the swarm, people. Be part of uh, B's clan. <laughs> the sick and wrong army. Anyway, happy birthday, man. Uh, second email here we got from John, and he writes, Dean Lance, the usual bollocks about great show, etc. Blow smoke up your asses and all that. I like this guy. I like the, how the Jew spent his formative years in South Africa, particularly Cape Town. So I wanted to comment about the Cape Town Smile article you did and add another dimension to it. Originally, the removal of the front teeth happened in the jails of Cape Town, most notoriously a jail called Polsmoor. It happened to nearly all the new inmates when they first entered the prison pop. Someone would hold them down and then someone would smash their front teeth out. This was to prevent the new meat from being able to bite down when the gangs were face-raping them. <laughs> when you're no longer getting face-fucked, they'd allow you to get replacement teeth made. And of course, the higher in the gang you were, the more bling on your teeth. So there's like a goldsmith inside the prison? I think it's like after prison you got out. Oh, right, and if you're sure. you know elevating through the ranks of the gang, then you get the gold teeth. If you were released, then you kept your gold teeth. Cape Town smile as a badge of toughness, having been to prison and, and sucking survived. a lot of dick. So, <laughs> sort of like, but he says, sort of like the prison face tattoos in U.S. prisons. Right, makes it more sick and wrong that people are doing it to themselves now. It's kind of true. 
I mean, yeah. it's, I, I'm sure it's still happening in uh, Cape Town prisons, but uh, yeah, it is definitely sick and wrong that people are doing it on their own accord because they don't have to because they're not getting face raped. Uh, keep it sick, motherfuckers. John. Well, thank you, John, for uh, clearing that up. You know, it, it's interesting to know that um, it doesn't even matter what prison you're in. There's forcible sodomy going on in any of them. It's got to be a deterrent not to commit crimes. I think it is. Think yeah, no, definitely. People, if you haven't already, uh, go check out the Sick and Wrong Forum. I know there's like over 3,500 members on there. And uh, there's such a cornucopia of uh, threads going on right now. There's a lot of bickering that's going on. But one of uh, the funniest threads that I find, actually, I think it's a theme of threads that I find. People always start kind of analyzing different details about us. Like one person started a thread like, I wonder how D masturbates. Another person started a thread, whose penis do you think is bigger, mine or Wackerly's? Right. It, it's funny to me that people just kind of have this time on their hands. They're like, you know, I really do wonder about these type of things. Right. When yeah. What they really should be doing is posting their slutty Halloween costumes. That's true. So there you go, people. Go join up on the Sick and Wrong forum right now. It's link, You can link to it right off the main page, com. And uh, yeah, post pictures of your slutty Halloween costume. We're talking to you ladies, because that's what we want to see. <laughs> or men, because that'll attract more ladies. I guess, but I don't want to see some dude's slutty Halloween costume. No, but it'll attract more ladies in their slutty costumes. I want to see some sexy vampires, werewolf zombies, or um, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I just post there when I'm super stoned. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> that's my thing. <laughs> Uh, people, thank you for subscribing to the show on iTunes and giving us some comments. You're definitely helping to expose the show and uh, get us some more listeners. It is amazing how many people do find out about the show through iTunes. A lot of people are like, oh, we see the elephant shitting. We're like, wow, we knew you got a great show. Greatest I know icon um, ever. we're pretty highly ranked on the UK iTunes as well. So keep subscribing to the show on iTunes and keep giving us comments and uh, five-star ratings. We love you for that. Also, people, you should know by now we have our new T-shirts available on the site. I actually had a photo shoot this weekend with a, uh, with a really hot chick and uh, Sleazy E at Molotov's at Bar and Lower Hate. Were you shooting or were you being shot? Dude, I was a photographer. I was what taking was the pics. What was Sleazy E doing? They're the models. Oh, Sleazy E's in the T-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. No, no, it's a, it's a pretty great uh, it's a, it's a great photo shot. But I mean what, what was cool about the shoot was the fact that you got so you got a hot chick in the it, wearing the shirt and you got a dude wearing the shirt so people can see. Cleavage? Yeah. Um I think a couple shots of cleavage. She's nice. wearing uh, she's wearing stockings. Awesome. So people go order yourself a brand new sick and wrong tee. You know, I don't want to take down the picture of Wackerly that's on there right now. So I'll, it's I'll keep pretty it up there. incredible. Yeah, it's nice. It's you in your own environment. Yeah, I know. I very uh, just recently realized I'm kind of fat. You know, I, well, yeah, I guess you were kicking a couple like three chin action. Going <laughs> <on there. laughs> it's the gut. I have the, Is that I'm, why you grew the beard to cover up the three chins? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> but people, go check it out. You go to uh, the store right on the main page and get yourself a sick or wrong T-shirt. Be a member of the Sick and Wrong Army, and you really are supporting the show because we do need some money, and uh, you definitely help us out by buying a t-shirt. Uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. 
uh, was uh, chosen here by uh, Wackerly. <laughs> David the... Lee Party sold me the CD, and I've fallen in love with his musical talents. I, I do like a few of the songs. I like that song Soul Food, and all nice. my friends like Asian girls. Yes, computer skills or something. Yeah, like that. but that, but the song that we're gonna play here, the Ellen DeGeneres song, is definitely my favorite. Right, Ellen DeGeneres isn't my favorite, but his. Emotional outpouring about Ellen DeGeneres is my favorite. Yeah, now the song has a lot of depth to it. So, um, so we're going to end the show here with David Lee Hart, Ellen DeGeneres. People, uh, we're only two shows away from the vaunted 200th episode. And, uh, you know, we got, a, we got an email here from a guy the other day. He said, congratulations are in order. Although the auspicious 200th episode is just around the corner, no one seems to have mentioned that the biggest milestone of your 196 podcast has just passed. And, there, you know, I had actually forgotten about this, too. 196 is exactly half the total number of podcasts that originally commissioned by the Reach Around Foundation, the mm. RAF. Well, As you may recall, was announced in the first five minutes of episode one. Our contract and relationship with the Reach Around Foundations are strained. It's null and void because of Adam It's not null and void. I'm still talking to that guy. Um, but we really need, you know, but we're not under contractual obligation to 392 episodes. Um, you know, that's your opinion. That's my opinion. He has other opinions. I'm still negotiating with the guy. We're, we're, I want to work towards a solution that doesn't involve a lawsuit. Is uh, he the same guy that you masturbated the porn to and ate pizza? No, thankfully, no, oh, because okay. that would come out in court <laughs> and that would uh, fully negate our side of the argument. But I'm glad that uh, Rangi here, Rangi from Australia, pointed this out. He says, good on you guys. Looking forward to another four years of sick and wrong. But yes, oh, the 200... Th- <laughs> 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 Could you imagine eight years of this fucking show? 200th episode is just around the corner. And one thing I want to encourage is some audience participation here for this show. You know, this is a pretty big one. It's a milestone. So write your sick and wrong poems songs, whatever. Give us calls. We're going to play as many as we can. Right. I'm let just going to be drunk on Jaeger. So yeah, yeah. It's going to be a Jaeger night. Really useless. So let us know how Sick and Wrong has, uh, whatever, affected your life. So give us a call for the 200th episode. We're going to try to uh, do as much as possible with, uh, with the audience here. So yeah, send us some songs. Um, and uh, people, have a happy Halloween, a safe and happy Halloween. Watch out for the Snickers with the razor blades and the girl in the slutty Snow White outfit with the red sores on her lips. Nothing good's going to come from that. No. But um, yeah, have a safe and happy Halloween to everybody out there. And uh, we'll be back next week with episode 199. Till then, take it sleazy. Good night.
and risk, you got a lot to give. Elegant risk, your funny lady is Elegant risk is a Christian scientist like me. I love her talent and I love her be. Elegant risk, even though you like women too. I still think you're very charming too. I respect you because you are gay. You still are God's child anyway. Ellie Generous, you're a funny comedian too. I hope that you win lots of Oscars and thanks too. Ellie Generous, we love you just the way you are. Now, Ellie Generous, you are my favorite TV star. Now, Ellie Generous, I like you just the way you I love you just the way